0: And welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigimma Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're having such a great, incredible day today. You know, I want to go into a very important topic that God's been showing me lately. Um, Why we grow and, you know, it's so easy. I'm going to be honest with you, even for myself. why you're growing in the kingdom and beginning to experience so many phenomenal things, Do you know how many people have had visions and dreams and angelic visitations as well as things up in the heaven and things in the earth or signs or wonders, or they know the voice of God. They've had all these great experiences. I mean, if you listen to my podcast and you've listened to any of my videos, you've heard so much out of me and people just like me from around the world. And this is beautiful. And this is wonderful. But Yahweh took me back to this book. The Order of Melchizedek by Ian Clayton. I've been having it since it first came out. Um, Ian Clayton is a really good friend of my spiritual father. That's how I met Ian Clayton about 13 years ago, maybe a little longer than that now. And um, this book that came out, I think, about five years ago. And it's life-changing. And um, I started going in through it again. And I'll be honest with you, I was hobnobbing around on the chapters that I remember that I really liked a lot, right? They're strong, talking about the governance of Yahweh, going to the courtrooms, the blessing, the robe of righteousness, the pattern, oh, how to move into the DNA of Yahweh, the light of God. I mean, these are things that I'm called to. And then um, Yahweh was speaking to me, and I was actually with um, Marguerite, everybody know Marguerite Reem, my second mom. Um, My first mom's in heaven. She owns Margaret's Bakery. She's one of our elders in our church. She's, she's the aniam of the family, aniam of everything, really. If you meet her, you're going to love her. And so we were sitting listening to worship music and just talking about the Lord. And she was talking to me because the Lord, you know, she see me reading the book again. So she wanted to go back and read the book again. And and she said, you know, she started sharing some things that were hot about the book. And so I'm listening to her. And then the Holy Spirit said, I want you to read the first chapter again. You know, and I'm like, uh, "All right." and he said, "I want you to sit there and read the first chapter. We we'll have Marguerite read it to you." Well, she read about half. I read about other half. And the first chapter is really all about character. <laughs> now don't 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 turn me off. don't act like that's not your favorite subject, okay? But the truth, profoundness that he talked about character. Kings get so easily lost. Now, I'm not talking about condemnation, guilt, and do's and don'ts, but I'm talking about the character of a son, the character of a king, the character of a God-natured one, the character of a God-creation one, um, versus our human character. Now, y'all know me. I'm not one to go against the humanity. I'm not one to go against the soul. I'm not one to go against the body, because I've been taught by Holy Spirit. You're supposed to love your soul. And love your body, but you want to produce godly character. And I remember something that the Lord told me. I don't know, four weeks ago, five weeks ago, six weeks ago. He says you've been going in and out of heaven so much that you can. I, I won't say a hundred percent lost my awe of it, and that's really telling on myself. I kind of got used to it. I, you know, I, the awe and the reverence of something you can get used to, and you're thinking you have an awe, you think you have in reverence, and you say, oh, but you, you speak so well of it, you know you have awe of it, I know you have reverence of it, and you're 100% true, I have awe of Yahweh, awe and reverence of Yahweh, and everything he does in his kingdom. But you can become so used to something, even in the up here, even in the good things, that it can become a commonplace. because when you have awe of something and reverence of something, You learn something different from it. You see more of the uh, intricate details of something. It's kind of like those that know me, I love art, right? And one of the things I like about art, I don't like hodgepodge art. I don't like art that looks like it was painted by a kid. Um, Nothing wrong with that. There's great art like that out there. I like definitive art where you can look and see the lines and you can see the depth of it. You can see the soul of it. You can see the spirit of it, right? Well, when you're in awe of something, that's what you do. You'll see the depth. You'll see the soul. You'll see the spirit. You'll see the meaning. You'll see the character of it. You'll see the creation of it, right? And that's how it is when, say like when you first get married with someone, right? Oh my God, you're so happy. You're on your honeymoon. You're just excited about everything, everything she does is beautiful. Everything he does is beautiful. I mean, don't even matter. He's he's leaving his toothbrush out, leaving the toilet thing up. Uh, She's got hair all over the place and all the different things that goes on, makeup and then took over the whole house and none of it's a problem. It's all perfected. Uh, But later on, as this continues, (laughs) all of a sudden, you don't want to seat up and you don't want... You know, him shaving in the sink and his toothpaste on the ground. And he doesn't want your makeup all over the place, taking up everything and your hair hanging all over the place in the sink from having to do your hair. Why? Because you lost the awe and the reverence of such a thing. And when you lose the awe and reverence of something, you won't learn fully from it. So just because you're doing all these great and mighty wonderful things, you are probably not getting the fullness out of the revelation of it as well as learning the fullness of the character. Another thing, um, what I learned about God started showing me, He said, you know, He said, you want to have the character of Yahweh to the degree of the glory on your life. Because everyone's got character. I mean, I have great character, but I'm not perfect, just like most people. But you want to have the godly character to the level of the glory and the anointing of your life. That's something that was said in that book, and it really woke me up. I was like, God, I want to make sure that I have the godly character, including the reverence and the awe of Yahweh, Yeshua, Urak Kadesh, to carry the level of glory that he put in my life because he put such a high level of glory in my life. And I'm going to be honest with you, the glory in my life is so strong, I don't know if that awe and that reverence and character is at the level to carry that that much power, that much glory. It's like, you know, what must you be to carry the ark of the covenant, that which houses the very presence of God? Now, we easily can take it and say, oh, no, you know, every one of us, we all house the presence of God. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead now lives inside of us and rises us us up. And that's 100% true. But you want to build the foundation of character to develop the glory in your life. Why? Because the glory is already there. Don't you understand that? The glory is already there and assumable by the very call of God that's on your life. See, I was blessed when I was born. I had a great call in my life, so it gave me a great dispensation of holiness, a great dispensation of glory, a great dispensation of grace, a great dispensation of righteousness, a great dispensation of anointing, a great dispensation of presence. But your godly character is what will be the pillar to hold the weight of all these things. I remember when I was younger, having some problems with some areas, even though I was very, very anointed. And it's like, God, you know, how in the world am I having all these problems? See, that's called mercy and grace, but that's not a reflection of your character. Now, I'm not judging you because of negative character, because we're all going to grow, but we should look into our soul and ask Yahweh to grow us to the anointing of the glory that's on us so that our character and godliness, I don't mean do's and don'ts, though it will affect do's and don'ts and don't kid yourself that it won't. But on the same hand, I'm not looking to talk about do's and don'ts because that's of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and that's trying to be good and be bad or do good and get good or do bad and get bad and Yeshua don't function out of that. We function out of the righteousness and holiness of Yahweh and his mercy and grace. Thank God for his mercy and grace. That's how come we can carry the anointing on our life, the presence on our life. Even without godly character, we must have his mercy and grace. But there's an appendage that comes out of me from reading this book that says, Father, I want the godly character to match the godly anointing and glory that you put in my life. May my character of all things, not just some, God, I got great character in so many things, but we can always find something in our life. And you know what, sometimes we do have to go look in our own closets and look on our own thoughts and our own behaviors and say, hey, does this match up to God, the character, to the anointing and the glory? Or do we just take it for granted because we have so much glory and so much anointing. We lost the reverence and awe in that situation or with that circumstance. For that I repent before Father. Now, repentance is asking him to forgive me of my sins, my iniquities, my transgressions, the places where I did not fulfill in awe, the places I did not fill in reverence. But re- listen to my uh, podcast from yesterday. That is just a little bit of it. The full repentance is me returning to the high place. So now I return to the high place so I can look face to face with Yahweh so I can take on Godly character out of His nature. I can take on Godly character out of Yeshua's nature. I can take on Godly character out of Holy Spirit's nature. So I'm still not relying on the completeness of me, but it's the decision. Something I love that... uh, Justin Abraham he probably says it too but uh, Ian Clayton was talking about it's a decision I hate teaching that kind of stuff because when I tell people that they're thinking yeah it's a decision to do right or do wrong ultimately it could look like that but it's a decision to be Christ in the earth it's a decision to be like what you behold your father Yeshua the Holy Spirit Say, I want to be like Yahweh. I want to be like Yeshua. I want to be like Holy Spirit. Why? Because He made us in His image in all ways. But it takes character to house it. And sometimes we have to refocus on our character. And that doesn't mean you're bad. When God came to me and started talking to me about this six weeks ago, He didn't say I was bad. He didn't say I was doing something wrong. He was saying, the glory wait on you. It requires a higher level of character. And these little areas over here that should encompass all areas as well. See, that's what he's saying. So he can outpour his glory of his goodness, of his love, of his mercy, of his power on your life as you walk in godly character. Once again, this is Sigimba Bay. I love you so much. Please get that book. Ian says it much better than me, The Order of Melchizedek. You can order it, I'm sure, from his website, Ian Clayton. You can look it up on internet or Amazon.com. That's where we got ours. Amazon. Well, actually, I got mine from a uh, conference. But some other friends I told the book about, they got theirs from Amazon. And so you can order it, order Melchizedek from Ian Clayton. And I'm not being a sponsor. He never told me to go tell anyone this. I'm just telling you this by Holy Spirit to spark this thing in your life. So that godly character will carry the godly glory that's on your life forever and the dispensation of the Holy Spirit and the blood covenant of Jesus is on you. I'll leave you with this note so you can have shalom peace over your seeking God. The spirit of atonement, the blood fire of Yahweh sits on top of your head 24 hours a day, seven days a week with or without godly character. He is ever faithful to his word and your life is under his blood. Therefore, use that gateway of his blood and his atonement to learn, inquire, and seek, and become godly character, producing godly holiness, producing godly glory. In Yeshua's holy name, this is Apostle Craig. I love you so much. You are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. Share this with a friend. Shalom.